Good morning and welcome to Manna at Lighthouse, our daily devotional. Um, today we're going to be we're going to continue on in our four part series. This is part three today, as we're going to look at the message that the angels brought to the shepherds. But first, we're going to pray. Father, thank you that there isn't a single person that uh, escapes the way in which you would bring your message, message to those that have a heart to hear, Lord, that a message of hope, but in a message that um, is recognizable, something that is clearly defined that it's not of men, but of you. Thank you, Lord, as we ask that you would bless our time now. In your name we pray. Amen. So we're familiar with the shepherds and the angels and the purpose of the angels' message um, to, the, to the shepherds was to search for the son of David, the Christ, the anointed one. And so let's read that. Luke chapter 2, beginning verse 8. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, and you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was con conceived in the womb. So what, a, what an amazing night uh, for the shepherds for the angels of heaven, for Mary, for Joseph, and of course for the Christ child. But did you hear that one little sentence in there in the song of the angels, in the song of the heavenly host, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Who did he bring this message to? the lowliest of the low that society has rejected. Why are they sleeping out in the fields with their sheep? Because they're shepherds. 
And society says, you don't get to be a part of what we do. You stay your distance. But God says, no, those are the people that I am pleased with. If you remember, the prophecy that is fulfilled here is found in Isaiah chapter 9, beginning verse 6. Listen closely. For to us, those who believe, to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The work of the Holy Spirit of God will do this. He will bring the anointed one. I think it's fascinating that, we, we had, uh, that he's clearly identified as the son of David, a savior. And so isn't it interesting that here, a thousand years prior to this event happening, David writes Psalm 23. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The anointed one is born, celebrated by angels, and revealed appropriately to shepherds, lowly shepherds. Those are the ones that God brought his message to. Those are the ones that God is pleased with. He hasn't rejected them. No, he has revealed his son to them. That Christ came to shepherd his people. David understood that. The prophecy is clear. As David even writes this, it's a prophecy of Christ to come, that he walks in this valley of the shadow of death. He walks in this place where there is death because of the rebellion of mankind. We remember that back in the garden when they said, no, God, we want to be like you. That's the lie of the enemy. Anytime you hear, oh, you can become like God, that's the lie of the enemy. And it brings death, permanent separation from God. But the shepherd comes to restore, to make whole. The shepherd is the one who walks through that valley. He's the one that restores us by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. He is the one that we put our trust in. It was him that brought peace through a cross. Only Christ could restore peace only God, who became a man, could restore 
peace between a righteous and a holy God and a rebellious, sinful mankind. It's his innocent shed, innocent blood that was shed on a cross. He was pierced to heal us. My hope is as we read this and we can look at it, there's many things we could draw from it, but my hope is, is that you will be as overwhelmed as the shepherds were when they heard the angels sing and the things that they sang was glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. He's pleased by those he knows will seek him. That's the song that we hear. We hear a song of peace by a babe, by the God who became a man to die on a cross for sins. And his song is forgiven. I don't know where you've been, what you've done in life. Many people say, oh, God can't forgive me. Oh, yes, he does. And it's immediately available to us. All we have to do is confess our sins. It says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What better gift is there available to us? Romans 6.23 says this, there's the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus the Christ, the anointed one, born to save mankind from our sins and conquer death to give us eternal life, eternal hope in his kingdom. So my hope is you'll search for him. Seek him out until you find him. Receive the gift that he has for you, which is eternal life through repentance and the forgiveness that he gives. God bless you all. Have a Merry Christmas. And might I encourage you to tune in next Monday because we're going to look at part four, which is some really wise men that are going to lead us into the new year. God bless and Merry Christmas. 